Dialogos Radio's Commentary of the Week. Each week, Michael Navaradegis provides views and opinions on issues pertaining to Greece and to the worldwide Greek community. Coming up next, here on Dialogos Radio. The supposedly radical new left-wing and progressive government of Greece is added again. After the so-called success of the so-called negotiations which took place at the Eurogroup on the 20th and 21st of February, the Greek government recently submitted a list of detailed proposals to the Troika, proposals which include the continuation of at least three large-scale privatizations on the part of the Greek state, with projected revenues of 1.5 billion euros. These privatizations will include the Port of Piraeus, Greece's largest port, which is slated to be sold to the Chinese-owned Costco, plus the selling off of 14 regional airports in Greece. The same privatization program, in other words, that Syriza, in its pre-election rhetoric, deemed illegal and unconstitutional, and which it pledged to stop. Instead, we saw a delegation of Greek government ministers travel to China recently to discuss these privatizations, which are now being passed off by the government as agreements of strategic importance for the country. The proposals submitted by the Greek government also include an end to early retirement, even if a minimum amount of employment years has been reached, the elimination of tax deductions, and of course, new and supposedly patriotic taxes. As if this wasn't enough, however, Alexis Tsipras is now talking about a new so-called contract for the recovery and growth of Greece, which would be signed with the so-called institutions. This was made evident from the letter Tsipras sent to German Chancellor Angela Merkel on March 15th. This contract will essentially call into question Greece's national sovereignty as a nation-state. With this contract, all of the internationally accepted criterion to be recognized as a nation-state will be called into question in favor of the so-called institutions, including the IMF, the European Union, and the European Central Bank. This contract will be governed under private international law, and it will recognize these so-called institutions as a source of justice and decision-making for a nation such as Greece. It should be noted here that beginning in 2010, the European Union has begun efforts to be recognized as a nation by the United Nations, something which already calls into question the national status of EU member states, including Greece. Such an action for a country to sign away its sovereignty and its independence and to give up the totality of its revenue and its means of economic recovery to foreign institutions is largely without precedent. And yet, if we look at the agreement which Greece signed at the Eurogroup and which bears the signature of the supposedly heroic Greek finance minister Yanis Varoufakis, it includes clauses which place the agreement under British legal jurisdiction and under the jurisdiction of the courts of Luxembourg. In this agreement, Greece also waives its sovereign immunity irrevocably and unconditionally, and it continues the master facility agreement, the second so-called memorandum, which was signed upon by the previous government in 2012 and which the current government campaigned against. For more examples of the stripping of Greece's sovereignty, we need to look no further than the visit of Greek Defense Minister Panos Kamenos to the United States recently, where he relayed a proposal to the United States government for the joint exploitation of Greece's hydrocarbons in the Aegean Sea. This is a proposal which was never discussed or debated publicly or in the Greek parliament. And while the Greek government and the so-called European institutions are talking about combating tax evasion in Greece, it was revealed this past week that the Canadian company Eldorado Gold, which 
which is operating the controversial gold mines in Skouries in northern Greece, has avoided the payment of at least 1.7 million euros in taxes to the Greek state by funneling its revenues through subsidiary corporations based in Holland, the same country whose finance minister Jerome Dijsselbloem never misses an opportunity to lecture the Greek people about evading taxes. But what else should we expect from a government whose finance minister said recently that he is European, not Greek, and where the prime minister in a speech given on Greek Independence Day said that the Greek Revolution of 1821 was the most European moment in modern Greek history? And while this government of the so-called left in progress continues its obsession with the oh-so-civilized Europe, a new survey conducted by Bridging Europe with a sample of 2,000 respondents in the Athens area found that 53% of respondents prefer a Greek exit from the Eurozone. Just as with the recent Gallup International survey which found a similar result, this survey has not been reported by Greece's trashy and completely disgusting media outlets which continue their brainwashing campaign towards the Greek citizens.